Welcome to the Systems and Workflow Magic Podcast, where I help entrepreneurs go from scattered to streamlined in their creative businesses. I'm your host, Dolly DeLong, a wife, a mom, and a photographer turned systems educator. Join me every week as we have conversations centered around creating tactical workflows and automations in your business. Now, let's make some strategic workflow magic. Hey, systems and workflow magic friends, it's Dolly. Before we start this podcast, I wanted to let you know that this is an older podcast episode. I wanted to reshare this episode because I know this time of year is specifically tax season, and a lot of us business owners are looking at our numbers maybe for the first time in a full year. I hope that's not you, but just in case it is, I wanted to give you some encouragement and let you know you've got this. You can set some systems in place to face the numbers behind your business, and you can be amazing. But I wanted to reshare this episode also to encourage you to consider putting systems in place for the finances of your personal life. And so this is an interview that I did with my husband, Ty. He is the only man who's ever been interviewed on this podcast. He feels very special about it still, but it has been one of my most downloaded episodes because we are getting raw and real in this episode where we share our own financial journey. So I hope this is an encouragement to you all to just like give you a glimpse and to see what our financial systems were, what we set up to get out of debt and to make a lot of positive traction within our own family. So listen in and again, have a wonderful and streamlined day. You amazing muggle you. Hello, and welcome back to the Systems and Workflow Magic Podcast. As always, I'm so happy you have decided to join me again this week. I am really, really excited because this week we're going to do something a little different. Instead of me doing a solo episode and instead of me inviting another creative business owner, I'm actually going to be interviewing my husband, Ty DeLong. Before he gets on, the reason why I'm having him on this specific month, which is April, tax season, financial season for a lot of creative business owners, is of course, I truly love and I respect my husband so much. And he has been at the front row of watching me and my business journey. And he has helped me out in so many ways. He may not always understand what I'm doing, but he loves me and supports me. And it's always a good reminder for me. He always has my back. To our financial journey was made possible thanks to his brain and his focus. And so every time he has been asked in the past to share our financial journey with others. Let's just say that even Dave Ramsey's main website featured my husband's blog post about our financial journey. So it's pretty incredible. I will, of course, link it in the show note. And then, of course, he has a very succinct way of talking. So he will get to the point. All right. You all know me. I am very long winded. But with my husband, we're going to kind of balance this conversation out. But we are just going to get straight to the heart of why it's important to be smart with your money, especially as a creative small business owner. So That was a huge introduction, but I wanted to introduce my husband, Ty, 
DeLong with you guys. Hey, everybody. This is uh, Ty. I am Dolly's husband of uh, five years, almost six, mm-hmm. and really excited to talk to you today. Finances are something that's kind of close to my heart. I'm kind of a nerd, and so, <laughs> so I actually <laughs> like like talking about all this stuff, and we'll probably get into some of this, but I had a spreadsheet I was using to track everything for 10 years before I met Dolly, so, <laughs> so we've united our forces here since we got married, and I think it's a good team effort. Oh. <laughs> Well, thank you, Ty. Um, I know it's so weird thanking my husband for being here, but like it's a little weird I'm saying that because, yes, you might be thinking, okay, well, don't you two live together? So why is it hard to get on the same schedule? Well, let me tell you why. It's because we have a little monster in our house who's a toddler, and it's really hard to be on the same schedule, especially with a toddler who is really struggling with his sleep schedule. And on top of that, at the beginning of the year, when we were supposed to record this episode, we both got COVID. So things just (laughs) did not go as planned at the beginning of the year. But right now we're feeling so much better, thank God. And so we are recording this and it's especially coming out at the perfect time of year because I know a lot of us have money on the brain. We all have money on the brain because of tax season. And so I just want to like set a tone of encouragement for a lot of my listeners. And I also wanted to invite you all and share my own financial journey with you guys because it's very vulnerable, but I, I like being as real as possible. Ty and I are both here. We know that Blaze, he might be sleeping. We don't know, but he's safe in his room. So now that we're both here, I wanted to just open up the floor to Ty. I'm going to ask you a really broad question, Ty. And you're you're kind of prepared for this, but who knows? I might throw a curveball at you. I know that we both grew up in very different homes. So when we were getting ready to get married... I still wonder this, like, how in the world did you prepare yourself mentally to marry me? Well, for so many reasons, but one, because you knew coming in that I had literally hundreds of thousands of dollars of student loan debt. And strike two, I had a geriatric cat as well. Yeah, that geriatric cat was actually a very expensive cat (laughs) at the same time. So that was uh, actually kind of made the financial situation even a little more trickier than it would have been otherwise. That prescription food and stuff. I still remember, you know, we dated for about a year before we got married. And I knew early on that you had a lot of student loan debt, but you you wouldn't tell me how much (laughs) for a long time. And that was, you know, appropriate, probably. But I remember when you finally told me, I was like, okay, for a big number. But you know, we both have jobs. I had just got bought our my first house and the mortgage was very affordable way back then in 2015. Yeah, (laughs) not anymore. But I mentioned earlier, like, I'm an analytical, I'm a nerd, I've been, you know, a numbers kind of person my whole life. And so, you know, I heard the number and I immediately, of course, went home or later that day started Googling stuff and and kind of running some numbers and saying, okay, here's how much we can probably afford to pay each month. Here's basically how long, like, it's a problem to be solved. And is it better to not have that problem? Yes, (laughs) for sure. Especially starting out a lot of people in that situation. And I mean, it's not like you can just ignore it, or you could, I guess, but it's only going to cost you more. And to speak to your business, business owners, the opportunity cost <laughs> is is very high when you're paying thousands and thousands of dollars in interest every year. So I knew we wanted to tackle it as soon as we could and as quickly as we could. And I think, I mean, I can't remember way back then, I think it was going to take us like six years, mm-hmm. something like that. So, you know, it was, it was daunting, but 
you can only control what you can control. And so from day one of our marriage, we kind of united our budget together onto one spreadsheet and, and started tackling it. Right before this interview began, of course, we're both together in the same room, but I was sharing with Ty, like, I am very, very nervous about <laughs> this interview. And he was like, why? And it's just because I know this is weird, but like, I really do look up to Ty. If I say this out loud in front of him, he will laugh at me. But he's like one of my heroes. because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it. I'm laughing. It's only because you're laughing. But seriously, Ty has, has really opened up my eyes to seeing how to engage with money in a healthy way. And so I was just like, I've never been this nervous about talking about something that's so vulnerable, money, business, and then marriage. And so I can't believe I didn't make this disclaimer. But before dive in even more, I, I do want to say that Ty and I are not financial advisors by any stretch of the matter. No. We are not. But we're hoping that this can encourage any entrepreneurs who are single, who are married, and who are working through debt as they are building out a business. And so just like we're hoping like Dory can help somebody, a listener, either now or in the future, just like to gain more clarity and a little bit more control of your numbers. So thought I'd drop that little pin in there. But Ty, I'm going to go back to this question again. You shared immediately when I finally shared that big number with you before we got married. I mean, you've been married to me for almost six years. You can see like how a creative business owner think. What type of steps would you recommend a creative minded person take to start tackling debt? Yeah, that's a can be a tricky question. Because, you know, of course, I'm not a, a business owner, and I probably never will be. That's not, <laughs> not, not the kind of personality I have. I'm very risk averse, like to an extreme, probably. But to that point, what we did, and what I was doing before, and we did together was, so I, I worked for Dave Ramsey doing web development for a few years in my beginning of my career. And that was very formative for me. Because, of course, I learned all this stuff there about money management and getting rid of debt and all that stuff, which, you know, people have varying opinions on it. But I think having not having a lot of debt is most people would agree is a good thing it doesn't weigh you down, either personally or in your business. So kind of the paradigm I saw everything through even single and now, you know, married and to this day is, you know, when you get paid, whether you pay yourself through your business, you get your paycheck, whatever it is, you put that on the top line of a budget or a spreadsheet or whatever, and you basically allocate all of that money out somewhere. So you don't just, you have a plan for it. Otherwise, it's very easy to just spend when stuff comes up, spend when this comes up and get to the end of the month. And well, oh, there's nothing for savings or oh, I can't pay extra toward this loan or I can't save up toward this goal or this equipment I want to buy or whatever it is. If you're not intentional with the money that comes in, it's just going to go, it's just going to flow out. It's like water, it goes the path of least resistance. It's going to go to Starbucks or whatever, you know, like <laughs> Target. <laughs> it's going to go to those places where it's just easy to spend money. And so what we do now still is we get paid. We put it at the top of the budget. We go, okay, we got big stuff like the mortgage, retirement savings. Diapers. <laughs> well, less diapers now, thankfully. <laughs> uh, no cat food now, thankfully. <laughs> but, you know, we got the big stuff. Of course, we got it. We know, okay, mortgage is this much, this much for savings for college, this much for food and gas and whatever. And so. But if we have goals we're saving towards, so like we're saving for a big trip this summer, mm -hmm. you know, we want to make sure we're intentionally setting aside that money so that August doesn't come and, well, oh, well, I guess we can't take the trip or like we don't have enough to take the trip. So that's my biggest thing is just like to see money through the lens of you have to kind of give every dollar a name is what Dave Ramsey would have said is 
when you get paid, know where that money is going to go. Don't look back and see where it went. Wow. I just love you so much. (laughs) (laughs) Entrepreneurship is fun. At least I think so. But most entrepreneurs struggle in one very important area in their business, finances. Did you know you can create systems around your money too? Systems in finance can allow you to keep track of your finances, plan for tax season, monitor expenses, and prioritize your money so that you're always turning a profit. And it doesn't have to be mind numbing. As a creative business owner, you need to understand the numbers behind your business. So let's make that happen. For just $27, you can grab my bookkeeping template for creatives. This easy to use automated spreadsheet will help you track your expenses, guide you through the spreadsheet with video trainings, and dig into basic data that will influence the numbers of your business. So grab the bookkeeping template for creatives in the show notes of today's episode and use the code podcast, all one word, for 20% off. I'm just so grateful and thankful for your brain, Ty. And it's helped me out a lot to just like to name every dollar and to know exactly where it's going. But it's like, I'm going to be completely honest with the listeners. It was not a fast adjustment for me. It was actually a very, very slow adjustment. And I know Ty sometimes probably felt like I was in molasses because I just couldn't act out on that for my own business. And so that kind of like leads me to my next question with Ty, I guess in the past and then in the present, like how do you like being married? Again, it doesn't come naturally to me. I I think I told you this a long time ago, but at one point I was not real happy with my job. I was like, I'm going to start a side business. I was really into like helping people like fix their computers and stuff back. This is like 2011. Okay. When that was like still a profitable adventure. And so actually even like cell phones, I worked in people's phones and stuff. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to like start this business on the side where I'll like fix people's technology for them and they'll pay me and great. But I did not want to like put a bunch of money into this because I didn't want to lose that money. <laughs> and so I think like I felt terrible. Like I was like, oh man, I have to pay like 50 bucks to get a website. Like, oh, that sounds like a lot of money. I don't know. Like, because <laughs> I didn't want to, like, didn't want to put that out there and then lose the $50 if it didn't pan out. And shocker, it didn't pan out. Like, <laughs> so, like, I might have an idea here that I'm not going to actually pursue it or, like, invest or, like, plunge money into something because I just, that's just not how I am. So, early on, especially the first couple of years when you're really getting the business off the ground, it was very hard for me to understand where the money was going. <laughs> I think it was kind of hard for you too, to be honest. Yeah, at times. it was. Yeah, But it was very hard for me to understand because I knew roughly what you would get paid for doing this photo shoot or that or this wedding. And I'm like, okay, you had $5,000 in revenue this month. Like where, what happened to it? Where'd it yeah. go? Yeah. <laughs> like, To be blunt, like there were months and you know, stretches of months, sometimes even like maybe up to a year where you didn't actually pay yourself. All the money went back into the business 100%. And like you basically were not getting paid for your time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and especially once Blaze came along and like we're both having to sacrifice a little more, you know, I'm with him all weekend and and all that kind of stuff. It's it was really hard to to juggle that cuz I'm or to justify that cuz I'm like she could be making more working, you know, at a coffee shop or something <laughs> that she that she's making on this business, which is nothing, you know, cuz she wasn't paying herself. And I you know, I'm sure you go into the reasons for that. Yeah. But yeah, that was very hard for me to understand. I don't have a business investment mentality in that way. And so 
we had a lot of really hard conversations, honestly, yeah. <laughs> like for over the course of a year or two. And I think we're in a much better place now because, you know, every month you, you know where the money's going, you know, exactly within a margin, like, okay, I can probably pay us this much each month. And even kind of forecasting that out a little bit and making sure it's not all just like peaks and valleys, like flattening it out some. So I'm at this point, now that we actually, or you actually know, kind of like what's coming, what's going, you've streamlined a lot of stuff and maybe even cut back some expenses. Yeah, like it's it's great <laughs> that, <laughs> that you can work whenever you need to work and not be stuck to some schedule at a coffee shop because that's not ideal, of course. <laughs> but still do what you love and, you know, actually get paid for it now. <laughs> I mean, for those of you who are listening and we're just laughing nervously, but in all honesty, it was, I would say, several years of hard conversations. And Ty, who is married to a very sensitive, creative-minded person, that's me, you guys. I am the sensitive person. Like, I felt like he would have to tiptoe around that money conversation with me when I was bringing in money and I didn't know where it was going or how much I was going to contribute because I didn't feel like I could pay myself or I just wasn't watching where it was going because the temptation for a, a lot of business owners, I didn't go to business school. So I had money in the bank. And so I wanted to buy the new and next shiny object that would help my photography business. At the time, I was just a photographer and now I am a family and branding photographer and also a Dubsado and systems educator. But back then it was solely photography. And yeah, it was like what the phrase you said, Ty, like water, which is like going out like water. There was no purpose in it. And so, yeah, it was, it was causing a strain on us. And that's something that I guess like the turning point for me was summer of 2021 when I like met up with a profit first coach because I realized like my money relationship in the business was negatively affecting you and Blaze. And I just couldn't take it anymore. And so after this episode, if you haven't listened to episode 20, I encourage you to listen to episode 20. I interviewed my profit first coach, Kelly Mathis, and she is the one that helped me see the power, more of the power of profit first and paying myself. Even if I get paid $10, I need to pay myself. For me, that is when it started clicking. Yeah, I, I remember around that time, because I think that was there were some times where you like you had done some work stuff, which is understandable, but even like paid a lot of money for some work stuff and been gone for quite a while. And I'm here with wrangling blaze for <laughs> days at a time. And I'm like, where like, what are we like, what are we getting out of this? Like, mm -hmm. and so I think, you know, certainly since that point, you know, I remember you talking about it and, and kind of I was intrigued. I was like, okay, like, it sounds like this sounds like a good philosophy to me, because this is exactly what I struggled with as your husband is you're working 20, 40, sometimes more hours a week. And at the end of the month, literally not getting paid, not paying yourself. I'm like, it's, <laughs> it's like, you wouldn't work any other job like that, even if you loved it that much time and like, late nights and weekends, like you wouldn't work like that for free anywhere else. You're, you're like the worst boss you've ever had. I was. <laughs> I was the worst boss. <laughs> worst and best. <laughs> so anyways, that was kind of the turning point for me. It was June 2021. And I don't want you to he hear this and hear me say like, I have it all figured out. I'm a millionaire now and we're so happy. <laughs> but, <laughs> but 
the thing is, I just want to stress, it's so important to know your numbers as you grow your business. Get help and to get clarity, especially like clarity on where to name every single dollar of your business. And for me, it's helped me see like how Ty and I have gotten out of my debt. I'm going to say my debt. And then it's helped me have more clarity to build more traction and invest in a profit first coach. And then now I am currently going through Shanna Skidmore's financial blueprint where I'm learning how to build out a profitable business in a really realistic way, not like shiny object syndrome way. Like it's giving me real traction. So this has been a longer process and a longer journey for me. And I'm sure Ty is like, I could have told you all this from day one. And he's right. He probably did tell me this from day one, but I am one of those learners where it takes me a while to let things sink in and then things start clicking when I see things. Yeah. And I guess from my outside perspective, you know, like it feels to me like you're more in control of the business than before because you see what's happening. So like you're able to plan so much better. So like, for example, you're planning to take the entire month of August off Mm -hmm. for this big trip we're taking. And that wouldn't be possible if you didn't, well, number one, didn't have all your other systems set up, like (laughs) automated and like, you know, get ready to go and planning stuff out, scheduling content and all that. It wouldn't be possible without those things. But also just financially, like, I mean, if you're paying for all of these subscription services and you don't, at the end of the year, you just pay the big bill that comes, you don't think about it. You could be in the red very easily if you didn't know okay, that bill is going to come due November 2nd, and it's going to be $630. You got to have that money or else, you know, you're in the red. So being in control of just the financial overview of the business from that standpoint does free you up to take time off if you want to, but also to kind of steer the ship. No, like I've got some pretty consistent income over here. What if I add some here? Like, can I pursue this thing? But I think if you're just, I, I would phrase it as like kind of spinning your wheels. Like you might have money coming in, but if it's all just going back out, Yes, that's technically a business, but <laughs> but I, I'm not a business person, but I've worked for several businesses, of course. And there's definitely a heavy focus on revenue, which is important. You got to have money coming in. Even in those other businesses I've worked for, there's not always a heavy focus on where's the money going. And so I think I would want to know exactly where the money's going. <laughs> so I would know like, how can we like optimize the profits or whatever. But yes, it's good to have revenue, but I think it's equally important to know where's the money going so you can plan ahead. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing, Ty. I'm like still nervous because Ty is here with me. We're talking about very <laughs> vulnerable things like money and marriage and, and business. But again, I just want to like tie it back in to if you have the ability to uh, invest in a profit first coach or some sort of coach who's going to guide you through understanding how to use money for your business please invest in them or find a mentor who is going to help you have clarity in your business. Because my goal of this business is to help bring clarity with systems and workflows. And also my other goal, personal life, is to have a sustainable business. And that means sustainable financially as well. So anyways, Ty, do you have anything else to say? Yeah. I mean, if you're not to the point where you can invest in a financial 
professional like that, maybe go download that spreadsheet from your shop. <laughs> I, say that, I say that because I helped Dolly develop the spreadsheet. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like that is our selfish plug for my creative bookkeeping template. So if you are just starting out with wanting to like track your numbers of your business, see what your overhead costs are for the whole year and just like where all your money is coming in, putting that name to the dollar. Well, Ty actually created this spreadsheet for me several years ago and I put it in my shop and now it's one of my number one bestsellers in my systems and workflow shop. So check it out. The link will be in the show notes. I love that Ty just like inserted it. It's awesome. I love that so much. (laughs) And another thing is there will also be resources and links in the show notes. So yeah. So if you have any additional questions, head on over there. I try to make sure you have ample resources to use. So anyways, thank you all so much for listening in. Shoot me a DM and let me know how listening to this, how this was helpful and impactful to you and just like where you are in your business journey when it comes to numbers. And I just love hearing other people's financial journey. It's always encouraging to me. So I hope this was encouraging to you and I hope you are having a wonderful day. And thank you again, Ty, for coming. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Love you, Ty. Love you, too. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to the Systems and Workflow Magic Podcast. You can find full show notes from today's episode at dollydelongphotography.com forward slash podcast. If you're loving the podcast, I'd be so honored if you'd subscribe and leave a review on your favorite podcast player. Be sure to screenshot this episode, share it to your stories, and tag me at Dolly DeLong Education over on Instagram. Until next time, go make some strategic workflow magic.